Hello everyone, Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano and as always, this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Welcome on board for another edition of the Areas Talk Show. We got a fun show ahead of us today and hope everyone's ready to, uh, to, to join in today on this program. I, uh, join in, of course, by meaning talk to the computer Talk to your to your smartphone device. Think to yourself as we're discussing all that good stuff. Another edition of Talk of the Town today. Don't forget we got all these other great programs at echometownradio.com. If it is a local podcast worth listening to by locals, it's on our site. It's on our site. If it's worth listening to in the area, it's on our it's on our site. Uh, some great podcasts. Dose of Dog is up. Uh, the Candy Shop podcast, and uh, in addition to that, the Hungry Italian Restaurant reviews. All people are loving the fact that the Hungry Italian Restaurant reviews are back. People were begging for those to return, and they are now back. Over the last uh, few weeks, check those out. All of it at echometownradio.com. Some updates to COVID-19 policies for students and administrators and for teachers and for staff in a pair of school districts in the area. We'll get to that. Uh, Plus, uh, a local brewery did an event over the weekend that you didn't really see as much of as I thought you were going to see in the last several months. But we begin with this. It very much is the (laughs) talk of the town, and that is the fact that the High V on Claremont Avenue has opened. And it's not sentimental in seeing it open. That's not the right term. But it's cool to see it get to this point. Whether you're going to shop there or not, we've gotten to this point after many years of the blight that was the Kmart building. First in the waning months before the Kmart building officially closed. Then when it was closed and yet part of the building that collapsed Let's not forget that part of the building at one point collapsed. That wasn't good. You had the parking lot that deteriorated beyond use. Then you started to hear the rumors of Hy-Vee. You heard the rumors that Hy-Vee wanted to come into the area. And that was cool. You heard the rumors that you were going to see that grocery store chain. And you wondered, where were they going to go? Would they go to the old mega food site? Nope. They wanted to build a brand new site right there at the Kmart building. And then you had the demolishing of the Kmart building. And then you slowly started to see the high V go up. And bang, here we are. A brand new reimagined grocery store experience one of only two in the midwest 
as Hy-Vee tries this concept. It's a concept, by the way, that has been done in some other parts of the country with a lot of success. And now we get it right here in our area. And again, whether you are going to shop there or not, it's cool to see something go from a dead property to rumors to the rumors actually turning out to be true in a positive way. And bang, there it is. It is a beautiful addition to our area. They, they, they built at least the outside of it beautifully. And that is a, 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 a great, great thing for visitors to our area to see. And even for us in this community who live there, who live here regularly and drive by it regularly, it's a point of pride. That, that, that looks nice. <laughs> it, it looks nice, doesn't it? That high V. And again, it's kind of a big deal that it opened up today. I, I was excited that it was going to open up today. Everybody in town had kind of been asking, when's it going to open and all of that. And I remember last week they announced, well, the first 100 people would get something at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I thought, oh, you'll have a, a, a few people be there right at 6. But I wondered, would you actually have a lot of people want to get in there right at 6 o'clock? <laughs> That turned out to be the case, wasn't it? Hundreds of people were there right at 6 o'clock this morning. And it has remained that parking lot jam-packed all day long. A lot of people gawking. A lot of, a lot of curiosity seekers to the hy I was surprised and have been surprised at the amount of people that have gone to the hy here on day one. I'm very surprised. And I'm not surprised in the in the sense of, well, what are these people doing? They're stupid for going and they must have no life or anything like that. I'm not making fun of them. I'm surprised there were that many people and there have been that many people that were so eager to get in there that they are elbowing their way in on day one and wanted to get in there right there at six o'clock in the morning and we're waiting in line pre-dawn, like Black Fridays of yore, to get in. I'm surprised, but it's kind of cool. I don't think they're fools for doing it. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that something has excited our area and there was a communal experience today. And even if you have not been there today, I'm sure it's been something talked about between you and your circle of influence. I was talking to people today, had to go to a meeting at around noon, and within 30 seconds of us sitting around each other, hy V came up, and somebody else joined the conversation. They were a couple minutes late. They walked in, and they go, hey, are you guys talking about the hy V?" <laughs> what I find interesting, and I can't wait to check it out. I think my wife and I are going to go and get a lay of the land in a couple of days. Not that it's going to completely die off the the, the busyness because it's it's built in a way by, that you've got you know, restaurants within it. But what I'm intrigued by is it's a food mall. That's what I'm calling it. It's a food mall. It's a big food 
department store. Well, Scott, isn't that what a grocery store is? Yeah, a grocery store is you go up and down the aisles, try to stay on the outside. That's where the good stuff is. That's where the healthy stuff is. This is more of a food mall. And it has the potential of being a sort of communal spot. This may turn out to be a spot where people in the area go, hey, uh, you know, I ran into so-and-so at the Hy-Vee. Those of us who have lived in Iowa, and for some of you, Minnesota as well, uh, remember Hy-Vees. Hy-Vees are all over Iowa. They've bled into Minnesota in the last 20 years as well, particularly the southern part of Minnesota, and now they've gotten up into the cities. And it used to be people would go to the Hy-Vee to eat. They would go to the Hy-Vee to eat. But the Hy-Vees, when you would hear those tales, it was nothing more than a cafeteria. Just like, speaking of the old Kmarts, remember how the old Kmarts would have a cafeteria there? The old Hy-Vees, it was kind of the same thing, but they offered up a little bit more. But people would go to the Hy-Vee in these small Iowa towns, and it'd be fine dining to them. And I used to make fun of people for that. Then about 10 years ago, Hy-Vee began to upgrade all of their grocery stores, and they upgraded their own in-house restaurants in these stores, and it really became Good Eats. It really became Good Eats, and now they're taking it to a whole other level, bringing it other places. And My only concern with the Hy-Vee, my only concern before I get in there, is it looks, and I've only seen this from photos, is it looks like they've got abbreviated checkout conveyor belts. And you're saying, Scott, what do you mean? Well, think of like a Walmart and compare that to, say, a Festival Foods. A Festival Foods has long conveyor belts for groceries. You can put a lot on there. They're bringing it through. Whereas at, say, Walmart's, They've got very short, condensed conveyor belts, so you can't put as much on there, and things tend not to move very slow. I was looking at the photos that the Leader Telegram put out there, and it looked like they've got these bunched up conveyor belt checkouts. So that concerns me, but again, I'm just going off of a photo, and depth perception may not be there and all of that. If they have the shortened, abbreviated checkout conveyor belts, I fear it's going to get bogged down like Walmart does. It's hard to go grocery shopping at Walmart. It takes you forever to check out. It's painfully slow. And have you ever gotten caught behind somebody checking out their whole groceries at a Walmart? It's painfully slow. Not because the workers are slow. It's because you can't, you can't have a steady stream of things. And then usually the person that is ringing is also trying to bag. Stuff gets bunched up. Uh, as they ring stuff through, it's not like it gets slung down another five feet. It's right there. Things get backed up. When my family and I, when we lived in, in Michigan briefly, we had to shop at a place called Meyer. It would take us two hours to grocery shop, 45 minutes to shop, 90 minutes to wait in line. 90 minutes. And they'd have like 20 places open ready for you to check out but they just couldn't physically move stuff through because things got bogged up because they didn't have space for all the food and all the items on the conveyor belts i am intrigued though uh, high v 
has this scan and go that they're trying, where apparently you can scan your items as you're going along on your phone. We'll have to see. Uh, one last thing on the high V opening. The two, the two cool for school crowd is already poo-pooing the high V today. They're seeing people talk about the high V and they're going, well, you'll never catch me there. Oh, I'm only going to shop at Woodman's. Or I really like Festival, which, by the way, I like Festival. Festival is still going to get some of our business, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm excited about the High V. But you already got people out there going, oh, I'm never going to shop at the High V, and oh, it's, it's really expensive, and blah, blah, blah. Hey, if you aren't excited about the High V, I'm not saying you should pretend to be excited. Maybe just shut up. Maybe don't say anything. You don't have to always give your opinion on every little thing that's going on. If you don't like it, do you are you really mad that the Hy-Vee is in town? Do you think it's a terrible thing that we have another grocery store? If you really think it's something that's bad for the community, then that's a passionate opinion. If you're just not going to shop there, if it doesn't excite you, if you can't understand why other people are excited, then just sit this one out. You don't sound more informed or cool when you write on Facebook, oh, I don't know why everybody's excited about high V, it's just food. You know what it is? You sound jealous. And let this go for a lot of things. Because a lot of people that write and comment on Facebook tend to be the people that were like this in high school too. So let me, there's an old jock, by the way, a straight A jock, who's got the girls. So this is going to, you know, I'm the person you really hated in, in school. You sound jealous when you're just complaining about, when you just complain about things. You're jealous that you don't get to share in the excitement of something. That's what. Hey, you're not excited about it. That's fine. I'm sure there's something else that excites you that maybe doesn't excite me. That's fine. Focus on what excites you. You don't have to keep telling everybody that is excited about something. Oh, I'm excited about that. You sound jealous. And maybe you are a little jealous. It's okay to be a little jealous when you go, ah, oh, shoot, all those people are having fun. I wish I was that having that much fun. You know what you are? You're like that kid in school on Monday. There's always that kid in school on Monday who wasn't at the party over the weekend. Probably wasn't invited to the party. And I'm not, nobody doesn't like the kid. Nobody had a problem with the kid or anything like that. But the kid wasn't, in, it wasn't really in the sphere of influence and didn't come to the party. But that kid then spends all day on Monday talking about how they don't like parties anyway. They didn't. They, 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 they keep engaging and going, I, I wouldn't want to be at the party anyway. And for those of us who were at the party, we'd kind of go like, we don't care whether you wanted to be there or not. You weren't at the party. Would you like to come to another party? Maybe we'll have you at another party. But stop talking about how you don't like parties. Then we're not going to have you at a party. Just be quiet. Talk about something you want to talk about. So if you're on QOW or EAU's page, 
or you're just on the, the Eau Claire foodie group page. Boy, that, that page, by the way, one of these days I'm going to have to go off on that foodie group page. It's, it's a bunch of wannabe hungry Italians giving reviews. And the best thing on that foodie group page as I go on a, on a tangent here is if there's, first off, there's like three or four places that nobody ever eats at that seem to get the most amount of reviews on that because they're trying to do like a, you know, the, 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 the smaller places in town. And I don't really blame them. They're trying to outthink the system on a, on a low budget is they are in essence trying to do like a local version of influencing so they'll have friends or friends of friends or somebody write positive reviews. And then also these same places, if somebody goes that they do not know and writes a negative review, then they immediately swamp that with positive reviews right below it. And I also, I'm not naive enough to think that there's probably some places out there too that people are going and giving a review of a place and being negative on purpose because they want to torpedo one place because their friends other place you know that foodie group page is the, don't don't if you if you if you join the foodie group page the Oakware foodie group page do not join it for fact you're joining it for great fiction been some comments on that page today about uh the hyvee uh there was something to, the Oakhurst school board had a meeting last night. They talked about how some, how kids don't feel accepted in schools and all that. I'm not going to dive into that. As I, I, I looked that stuff over and this is going to sound harsh. A lot of us over the course of 25, 30, 40 years have had our issues in schools. I don't necessarily think that this is new information that's coming out. It does not mean though that we should not be doing anything. So what can we do? You know, what can we do to make kids feel more engaged in school? What can we do to make kids feel more accepted in school? Uh, I'll give you this. A lot of kids, when I've been in these schools, it's not like it was 25, 30, 40 years ago. Kids are really eager to go to school. A lot of kids are. It is a lot different than it used to be. Kids used to look forward to, to vacations and whatnot. Now, kids still want a vacation nowadays, but the way school is, is a lot different. It's a lot more active than it used to be. It's not that school was bad 30, 40, 50 years ago, but things have adapted. Kids get a lot more excited to go to school. But what can we do to, you know, if kids don't feel accepted, what can we do to help kids out in social situations? School is... The, mo the roughest time you're going to have in social situations. You and I both know that. And now our parents make all, all the sense. We were 14, 15, 16, 17, and, 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 and things seemed so unstable and it seemed so big. And our parents would just kind of shake their heads and smile and go like, hey, you'll get over it. And we'd go, oh, what do you know, old man? What do you know, old lady? Now look at you. I don't really experience it as much since I'm out here in the Midwest, but I, I've heard stories in this area. People come across that person that they didn't really get along with that much in high school. And you'll, you'll, you'll cross paths at maybe the high V and you'll go off to the side and you'll laugh about things that happened 25, 30 years ago. 
<laughs> uh, but schools, uh, this kind of uh, was a little quiet how this happened. Uh, just because there's been so much excitement about the high V Menominee. We know we've been following the Menominee mask, no mask issue for two months. There was the heated school board meeting about a month ago, and it's always been razor thin where it's been a five, four vote on the board to not have a mask mandate. Well, that has now changed as of last night, the Menominee school board voting that Menominee elementary schools will start being masked. There'll be a mask mandate in the elementary schools K through 6 in Menominee. Now, unknown start date. They have not named a start date. I would think it's going to happen sometime in the next couple of weeks before the next school board meeting. It was a 5-4 vote for this, so it remained very close. But one person switched over because of a compromise. The initial proposal, again, was to have a mass mandate for all grade levels. Eventually, the compromise was the elementary age levels because it's the elementary age level that right now does not have a vaccine option. I'm okay with that compromise. I'm okay with that, with that compromise. I really am. Upper grade levels, especially those 16, 17, 18-year-olds, vaccination is a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. You cannot have it both ways. You cannot go, hey, I'm not going to have my kid get vaccinated, but I want everybody to be masked. Nope, you've got a safe vaccine. You've got a safe vaccine. You've got, the cho- you've got a choice. Younger age group, you do not have that choice. And my thought is, and many are following this, this is one of those things about that quarantine. If you're vaccinated, I think this. And we'll talk about Chippewa Falls schools in a second. We've been talking all about this quarantine. I'm thinking more and more that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine if someone else is positive, unless you show symptoms. I kind of like that. Now, speaking of which, Chippewa Falls, they've switched up their quarantining practice. And I'm actually not totally against this either. Because I think our big problem right now with COVID in the schools is not just positive cases, but doing as much harm is all of the quarantining. The quarantining is creating another problem as opposed to stopping an outbreak. Jibboa Falls schools are going to a voluntary quarantine. Meaning, if the person next to you tests positive, you don't have to quarantine unless you start showing symptoms. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I said that last week, a couple weeks ago when we talked about quarantining. Uh, Superintendent Jeff Holmes with that call in Chippewa Falls. Moving on, there was an event over the weekend. And I bring this up because we did not see as many of these events as I thought we were going to. And we, sat, we saw some in the spring, but we really didn't see as many as I thought we would. And you can quickly start thinking of ones that you, you saw or heard about. But again... Not nearly as many as I thought. Modicom Brewing Company. It's one of the, when, when there was this flood of local at-home brewers that thought they could open up their own brewery, Modicom was one of them. Uh, in Altoona, you know, kind of behind where uh, the the old the old location for Cancun is. It's it's on that road. Uh, what was it Highland? You know, it's right there, heading into uh, Altoona. Modicom Brewing. 
did an event over the weekend called it point, a pint for a poke, meaning if you showed your vaccination card, you got a pint of uh, one of their beverages. And I like that. I like those promotions. We talk, we talk about getting the word out about vaccinations, encouraging people to be vaccinated, encouraging things. And you saw some of these particularly early on in the vaccination process. I'm disappointed more places haven't done promotions like this. And I'm not even talking about it just from the get people the vaccination. Businesses haven't thought of this. And we talked about last week, you know, Lisa Aspison and the whole Mona Lisa's. You have to be vaccinated, which I think is fine. Her place, it's all it's all a business decision. That's fine. But you know what? If she... If, if I was Lisa too, maybe you, you, maybe you let somebody into your restaurant if they get vaccinated that day. Or you hold, if you're Lisa, she's only open Monday through Saturday, maybe you open your place up on a Tuesday to unvaccinated people, but they can only come in if they get vaccinated at the door. Now, are you going to make, are a lot of people going to get vaccinated or whatever? I don't know. Maybe not. And maybe if they get vaccinated, they get a discount on your food. And it's like you have a big vaccination party, if you will. It's good for business, gets more traffic into your business, and it helps to advance a cause that you believe in. I think this could, I think these sort of pint for a poke promotions and all that, I think they could extend to flu shots too. I think it could extend the flu shots because you just you should get your flu shot, folks, every year now. I'm going to start getting mine every year now. Just helps you out in this whole thing. Think back early on in the pandemic. I know it's easy. Not early on in the pandemic. Think back earlier to this year. And I would talk about this on this show about encouraging people to get vaccinated. And let's remember this. I, I, I mentioned flu shots because... We are kind of, you know, the the window of how many people are going to get vaccinated for COVID is is kind of closing. Uh, we're starting to get to the numbers that we probably were going to get to for for that. But that's another debate for another day. But think back to early on in the uh, in the spring, I talked about if we were going to encourage people to get vaccinated, you've got to provide more reward than punishment. People respond better to rewards as incentives as opposed to feeling forced into it. Think of this scenario. Your significant other says, hey, I'll give you a back rub if you clean the toilet. As opposed to, I'm going to give you a back rub. Back rub is good regardless, but when they when the when your spouse goes I'll give you a back rub if you clean the toilet you psychologically skip over the decision process as to whether you really want a back rub at the moment and you go oh I'll clean the toilet I get a back rub whereas if they just say hey I'm going to give you a back rub you start to in your mind go well do I really want a back rub ah you know maybe I'll I'll take a rain check on it or I'll take the back rub but in the first one hey clean the toilet you'll get a back rub I really don't want to clean the toilet, but oh, there's a back rub or anything else there. It's, it's psychological. And it's the same thing here with these sort of rewards. You get, you, you, you get a vaccine, you get, a, you get this. 
Uh, last thing, the Eau Claire Marathon was quietly held over the weekend. I say quietly because it's not what it has been, nor will it be next spring when it comes back in May. They still have, what was it, about 5,000 runners. They didn't have any sort of you know, national elite-level runners this year that took part uh, in it. Still, you know, five, 6,000 people took part in it. A, a good dry run, by the way, with the new uh, uh, start and stop downtown. Uh, marathon giving $30,000 back to the community. Uh, now that's impressive. And I do believe that is significantly lower than what they usually are able to give. Uh, but 30000 is still 30000 They'll give it to a variety of nonprofits in the area. Just good to see the marathon back and uh, look forward to having it uh, return to its May status. It's uh, really, it's, 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 it's sort of focal point into being the, the, one, of the, one of the things that ushers in the nicer weather in the area late April and in May when they hold uh, the marathon uh, typically every uh, year. All new edition of Talk of the Town coming up on Thursday. We'll be back with you then. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody. Is that, is that the... Is that the